that's totally cool yeah it's so much fun i'm gonna stumble over my words and everyone's like well i'm not gonna see her for therapy uh-uh we always do that trust me it just I, makes you more real i don't know how to speak english yeah. so it's okay <laughs> it makes you authentic okay okay yes that's a good way of looking at it reframing yeah. that's what we call it yeah yeah see? there we go i've been in therapy <laughs> <laughs> five four Four. Three. Two. Two. Hello, here's to you fans. Welcome back. Um, I'm Emily here. We have Fanny. What's up, guys? We have Dusty. What's up, what's up? Hey, guys. We have an awesome guest today. Yes. So, um, I think that, like, throughout the podcast, we've suddenly turned into some type of spoke center for advocating for mental health. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Like, yeah. just lately, we've, like, every guest we've had on so far has discussed how in their life, the thing that has helped them was going to therapy. And, mm-hmm. like, I feel like we just keep saying it a lot. Yeah. But we're not very qualified. We're, I mean, we're good talkers. Yes. We're not professionals, but yeah, we could fake it to make it. Yeah. So, we thought this time we should, we should invite an actual, um, an actual expert. Yes. So we were introduced to a really awesome guest today. She is uh, super empathetic. She's fun. She's a creative spirit. Her name is Ashley Parker, LC, MFT, and addiction counselor, LMAC. Good job. That was good. (laughs) I practice. She joins us today with over five years in the industry as a therapist and addiction counselor. Ashley isn't only an awesome therapist, but she's also an expert crochet artist. We'll get more into that later, though. Um, Ashley, what the heck does this whole alphabet mean? Because I, I, that was hard. It's like my last name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Emily, say your last name. My last name is Fa Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> but my uh, last name has 13 letters in there. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, okay. like, your whole name is, like, my whole last name. <laughs> oh my gosh well uh the lcmft stands for licensed clinical marriage and family therapist and then the lmac stands for licensed master addiction counselor you're so smart that just went (laughs) oof yeah 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 so so you guys heard that right so she is a licensed therapist in um marriage counseling Mm -hmm. family yeah, Help? marriage and family therapist. Okay, that, thank you. <laughs> and then it, also an addiction counselor. Yes. Okay. So um, tell us about your story. How did what, what, you get into therapy? What made you want to go down that route? Um, that's super crazy. I actually was thinking about being a therapist when I was like in seventh grade. Really? Mm, wow. Well, in seventh grade, you know, I didn't know the difference between therapy, psychology, psychiatry. I didn't know. So okay. I was like, I want to be a psychologist. Like, that's what I decided mm-hmm. I wanted to do. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, you know, that was really cool and all. And then I decided I wanted to be an interior designer. Um, yeah. And then I came back. So I was like, oh, wait, no, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it was just um, having... Gosh, it's so stereotypical, but having my own family members like and seeing them struggle with addiction and with mental health issues and then mm-hmm. me going, you know what? People shouldn't have to go through these things by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what motivated me to go into school and do it and try to help people so they don't have to like feel like they're alone, mm-hmm. you know, when they're suffering through all that kind of stuff. 
And you were in seventh grade, so you're that <laughs> empathetic then. Like you're like, man, people struggle. Let me help. Mm-hmm. Or how can I help? How yeah. can I be there? What what could I do? Like, and you're. And in, I I don't think that in middle school I was thinking that. <laughs> and then in seventh grade, you really don't know at that age. You don't even know what you want to do yet. Right. You yeah. know, and you're like, and that's cool because you stuck that to, you stuck to that goal since mm-hmm. seventh grade. Yeah, and I mean, and honestly, again, like. I, it was middle school and people were I was a really quiet kid I still mm-hmm. am a relatively quiet person mm-hmm. so people would always like I'm gonna tell Ashley all this shit because she's not gonna tell anybody mm-hmm. and so yeah I was like people tell me all the time I might as well like do this and get paid for it I guess hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah <laughs> shit you were like I already know HIPAA yeah. I don't need to go to those classes <laughs> exactly I don't need that certification just kidding I think you do I don't know do you yes <laughs> Yes, ethics class and HIPAA and all that kind of stuff is really important. But I feel it's pretty straightforward, but some other people in history will (laughs) think otherwise. Yeah, yeah. I think you've mentioned some stuff around um, things that could get your license revoked (laughs) before. Yeah. Yes, relations with clients, don't do it. Yeah, that's a pretty quick one, I think. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to get it revoked. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that's really quick. It's gone. Yeah. Years of schooling and money gone. Yeah. And for what? I don't don't think it's worth it. For for a Harley Quinn and Joker experience? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Exactly like that. Yes. Oh, my God. So you uh, get into becoming a therapist. Uh, You get into the industry five years ago, Mm -hmm. right? Um, what was your experience like with your first um, pa- uh, clients? I, yeah, I, I call them clients. Some people call them patients. I honestly, I feel like client is more like I work for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed I, I like to like too. you've hired me and I'm going to fix get you. you through this. Yeah, yeah. But that's not really. Yeah. I, you're, you're there for them. Yeah. I'm like right? walking alongside you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first time. So in grad school, actually, we have to have at least um, 500 client contact hours in order to graduate. Mm-hmm. So here I am, like my just started my second year of grad school. I'm like, OK, you're going to go see actual people with actual problems, mm-hmm. which is like good and also terrifying. Mm-hmm. So I can't even tell you the very first time because I mean, it was been a while ago and I've seen a lot of people since then. Mm-hmm. But I just remember the feeling of like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are they letting me do this? <laughs> you're like, uh, I don't know what you're trying to tell me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like going into the therapy room and then people are like sitting there looking at you like, help me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, I'm I trying. I can't help myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. First day on the job jitters. Yeah. I'm it's like, like, what if what? you, ha- I hope you and you help me. Yeah. Like, let's, <laughs> let's figure this out, you know? And luckily most of the people you know, they come to the university to do that. So they know that they're getting students. So it's mm-hmm. like, they're like, okay, we get it. Mm-hmm. It's but, an easier environment. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But definitely I have like a performance anxiety. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God, <laughs> I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, that sucks. Yeah. To not know everything. Yeah. But nobody knows everything. Right. Yeah. But I think like, yeah, when you uh, get in a position like that, it's just really hard. Uh, yeah. But then it, it really it, it really does take over and over and over again. I've seen over 100, 200 people. Like, I have met mm-hmm. so many people since yeah. grad school. And it continues to, like, constantly meet new people. Yeah. I had, like, yeah. four new clients this week. And I get, like, four more next week. Jeez. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's good. I feel like that is a good thing for you. Like, that, right. that's, mm-hmm. that's a compliment of how you really are there for that person. Yes. Yes. And... 
I mean, sometimes I get referrals from people I haven't even heard of. Like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. this person over here said that I could come to you specifically. And I was like, I don't even know who, who that person is. But cool. Yeah. See, that's good. Awesome. Like, yeah. they they really trust you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, it, after a while of doing it, it, it definitely still is nerve-wracking. I mean, because you mm-hmm. actually, like, give a shit about people. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, how can I help you and like I'm sitting there wrecking my brain whatever they're like talking about and sometimes I'm like okay okay I can see where this is going Mm -hmm. I can see what we need to do what tools we need to look at and then sometimes there's like I wouldn't say difficult but I mean a little bit harder like some Mm -hmm. clients are just a little bit harder because of the things and sometimes life just doesn't leave people alone and you're like Mm -hmm. I just want Mm -hmm. to tell the universe to leave you alone (laughs) oh my god yeah Um, but yeah after that it gets it gets easier i definitely look at my i compare myself from the very first time in grad school to now and i'm like oh okay she's yeah. growing <laughs> yeah you're like girl's got some points yeah, like, hey. sometimes i say stuff and i'm like oh my god like did i say that what people are like oh, i haven't thought about it that way and That's you're like a good point i'm like it is <laughs> and, and you're like well, i'm shocked too <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> writes it down like i really gotta put this. i'm yeah. gonna put this in the notes yeah. real quick. hold on let me hold on real quick let me write this down yeah. real quick. you like you're writing notes in your um client's uh, portfolio and then you're like okay this is a note mm-hmm. to self let me grab a sticky note yeah. <laughs> always always so, like you gotta like also with this type of job it's a helping job and you do have to identify like like practice gratitude essentially and like mm-hmm. oh look how far i've come and yeah today was a really hard day and also i've done like i've mm-hmm. gone through days like this like mm-hmm. before so i can do it again and so putting those things down where it's like you said some really good shit <laughs> on this day and <laughs> that person so, left yeah. like going yeah and, that, and you're like yeah and you're both you know and it's good so always have to remember those things too Aww. that's awesome you're really celebrating the little wins mm-hmm. exactly those ma- okay don't even get me started on little wins. Those matter so much. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time. They're like, oh, you know, I, I always ask like successes or challenges over like since the last time we saw. And they're like, ah, nothing. And I was like, really nothing? Mm-hmm. Like you didn't just like get out of bed today and take a shower and eat breakfast? Yeah. That's like, a win. That's yeah. nothing. And they're like, you know, because people are really hard on themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, they think like they think like something that's important, like mm-hmm. you know, very yeah. important thing is that you woke up you woke up every day mm-hmm. and yeah. you made your bed right yeah ate breakfast mm-hmm. or brush your teeth or whatever yeah. yeah and it's like the idea of like i'm supposed to do those things and yes. it's like well i mean really are you and also mm-hmm. it's really hard to do that and if you doing something that's really hard mm-hmm. is a success mm-hmm. yeah so that's true i believe it damn mm-hmm. so like on the days where you don't want to get out of bed and that's a really hard thing to do to get out of bed, mm-hmm. that's a success. Yeah. I struggle that's, every that's day with like that. Yeah. You did it. I do. Yeah. yeah. I'm not For a sure. morning person. Yeah. No. <laughs> fuck that. Mm. What What would you say is your approach to therapy? Like when you get a new client in the room, what What are your first things to help them ease into it? Or, or like what do you do, I guess? What's your approach? Um... My approach is just curiosity <laughs> and I think like that's all I can do because obviously I know nothing about this person mm-hmm. and so I'm always at, I'm just asking so many questions and mm-hmm. I tell them that I'm like I'm just gonna ask you a bunch of questions because obviously I can't help you if I don't know anything about you exactly. or where you're coming from what you've done before mm-hmm. what's been helpful what hasn't been helpful 
you know, because a lot of times it's like, oh, I've been to therapy before and it just didn't work out. So I'm like, oh, why didn't it work out? Yeah. Like, what specifically? Yeah. Like, was it a personality thing? Because that happens, right? Yeah, you meet yeah, someone. yeah. And uh, or was it like the thing, the way that they approach things you didn't like? What do you need from me? So it's just curiosity is how I do it. And really, that was like from grad school. They're like curiosity, always asking questions, open-ended questions mm-hmm. constantly. So that's what I do like in the first one, just to kind of get to know and also validate because sometimes people don't share those things and they feel like they shouldn't, they shouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, feel those things and that, mm, you know, yeah. they, they need to be a certain way. And it's like, <laughs> no, like that makes sense that you're pissed off about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like that makes sense that you're frustrated and you're sad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how do you deal with difficult client as well? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's sometimes they're like, there's sometimes they're forced into therapy mm-hmm. and sometimes they are like, uh, I don't know why I'm telling you this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just here because I have to be here. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 So, like, I, they think they don't need the help, but you know they do because mm-hmm. they're here. <laughs> so, they, so how do you break that ice with them? Like, how um, do you do it? There, you know, honestly, there's nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. I can make the space comfortable. Mm-hmm. I can be curious and ask questions. I can offer up ideas but essentially if someone has already decided they don't want to be there and that they don't need that help they've already made that decision Mm -hmm. so there's nothing within my power that that i can do yeah yeah um but yeah i used to work in agency right now i'm in private practice i just started in august and before that i was at um two other places i don't know if i'm allowed to say which places they are so i'm just like yeah yeah Yeah. um who cares but there are two agencies and like very much overworked and a lot of the people that i had were like court cases like Mm -hmm. oh you got a dui so now you have to do like addiction therapy and it's like Mm -hmm. i don't have a problem you know um oh your kids got taken away well now your kids have to have therapy and you have to have therapy and you don't get your kids back until you complete it and it's like Mm -hmm. well i don't need therapy gotcha so it's i had a lot of that and it's just about letting go of things i have no control over like Mm -hmm. all i can do is provide the space and mm-hmm. say hey this is how i can help you and if they say cool awesome yeah let's do this mm-hmm. then cool and mm-hmm. if they're like nah all right You're like you want to yeah. play jenga yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean like sometimes i try and i'm like hey uh you know like you have to be here and like i have to be here mm-hmm. so why don't we like take this opportunity to work on something mm-hmm. right like maybe the judge wants you to work on this one thing but like what's something else that you want because they'll be like take advantage of this time you know sometimes yeah. it works and sometimes they're like nah, nah. yeah nothing I'm, I'm great yeah mm-hmm. you're like all yeah. right then well this is done yeah yeah like, i mean i don't keep people there too i'm like well <laughs> it's been 35 minutes mm-hmm. so i guess uh we'll just end it there and they're like all right bye <laughs> <laughs> well i mean like and that that's the thing about therapy though like what you literally said in the beginning is um i almost said patient and then i said client I think you put it down perfectly in the beginning that you're there for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You hired me or or mm-hmm. or I guess maybe hired is the wrong word, but like you you chose me. Yeah. And I'm gonna do right by you. Right. Like people do research and people look on the internet and they get mm-hmm. referrals from people. So they say, Hey, this person seems like a kind of person that I can work with. Mm-hmm. So like, all right, here I am. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. And I can only do so much, obviously. So mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm like, Oh, you're good, you wanna end it early? okay oh you want to stay for the whole time sometimes i'm really bad with keeping time mm-hmm. and sometimes it goes over a little bit mm-hmm. he knows sometimes i'm like oops <laughs> oh wait it's four hours now? yeah <laughs> oh. and i'm like oh crap i'm gonna be late <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like 
I'm literally always using up the whole hour with my therapist. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I notice that she'll give me like five extra minutes and I'm like, yeah, I got five extra minutes. I'm her favorite. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes like stuff's just really good. And it's like, man, they are on a roll. They are like yeah. doing well. I do not want to be like, well, uh, we got to end it here. You know, it's like yeah. they have so much more. So especially um, we always joked too in grad school and with other therapists where sometimes like no, they'll have nothing to talk about. And then like the last 10 minutes, like, oh, yeah, also we're going to have I'm going to have a divorce or, Mm, um, you know, I got into a fight with my mom and like we stopped talking. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I got diagnosed with cancer. You know, it's like 10 minutes. It's like I have 10 minutes left. This is not enough time to unpack this. So Mm -hmm. why not bring it up in the beginning? But I think also people like have to be reminded that it's a safe space base Mm -hmm. and they're like okay cool we're vibing we're like we're cool and they're like oh yeah let me talk about this now yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that yeah because they're telling you their their traumas and then like he like i never told anybody my traumas you know Mm -hmm. only my therapist like and i feel comfortable with her but like if i tell like like fanny and Mm -hmm. it'll it'll be okay but I need somebody. She's like, fuck Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, I don't But take you know what I mean? I like, get, no, I get it. Yeah, I don't yeah. take offense. Yeah. And so, like, when that happens, it's like, well, I guess we're going over, and I'm just going to go over with every single person the rest of the day because I am yeah. not going to interrupt you if you finally are like, I can tell her these things. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to, like, all right, there we go. Yeah. I'll just be late. <laughs> You're like, I'm late all yeah. day today. <laughs> just apologize to every person and say, I am so, I'm so sorry that I'm late. And then I'll give them the same amount of time. Yeah. And that's fine. I have more control over that now. My other jobs, I did not have control over that. Yeah. So it's like, I'm like, yeah, okay. We'll just go with the flow. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So as um, private practice, right? Because mm-hmm. you were saying that you have a little more control. You have more control of, of your schedule too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you say nicely see ya (laughs) um i mean i think sometimes you don't even have to say anything if there is like a a ritual of some sorts like oh yeah okay you know i have like my psychotherapy notes in front of me and i have them in like this little kind of envelope thing and i just close it Mm -hmm. and then i start standing up and like i can walk to my desk which is where my computer is and that's where i start scheduling them for the next one Mm -hmm. so it's like this is my action of like okay we're going you know and sometimes people like oh what time is it oh crap it's been a whole hour you know and then like yeah "Yeah, you know it's fine and then and then i schedule them and then that's like the way to kind of get going you know that's true. My therapist does that. Never <laughs> <laughs> say that. When it's time, she'll like be like, she'll be like, yeah, yeah, and then she'll like whip out her phone, and then I'm like, ah, oh, time's up. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I didn't know she was gonna look at that. Sometimes that hour can go by so quick. It does. Like, I'm always like, okay, normally, like now, at, um, when I start doing like therapy, like I have my journal, and I'll be like, okay. Um, when I first started, mm-hmm. I was like, there's a lot of shit, and it took me a minute because <laughs> I think it took me like three or four sessions to go like these are all the shits <laughs> like we're gonna work through all this shit all right <laughs> uh, we're just done on page one we got page two yeah, yeah yeah and and then i was like okay and then after that for a while i remember i would like write an agenda for myself and i'd be like okay i'm gonna talk about this mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna talk about that and then that's probably gonna be an hour so then the next day i'm gonna talk about this and then i'm gonna talk about that okay so that <laughs> I, I yeah. encourage people to do that though because I'm like have like a therapy journal yeah. where you can write down things that we talk about in session so you remember because obviously life yeah. is happening and you can be like 
what did we talk about i don't even remember like mm-hmm. yeah so write that down write down what happens over the course like in between mm-hmm. and you can go like oh that's something i gotta talk with her about yeah yeah so i love times. journaling i like whip out my journal every time like i have my journal in my purse right yeah. now <laughs> like yeah. i just bring it out i'm like okay i didn't even remember this yeah <laughs> yeah it help, and, can, and then you know the next session it's like oh I remember I needed to talk to you about this because get this. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> what day happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this person had the nerve, you know. And so I always encourage that. I think it's great because then, yeah, it can also keep you on track. Because mm-hmm. if you're not, like, if it's not organized anywhere else, it's most likely not going to be organized in your head. And it's like, oh, and this. And then, oh, I got to remember this. And then you don't even get to finish the first topic mm-hmm. that you were trying to get to. Yeah. And you're like, crap, I remember this too. So, yeah, it's good to like, the things i'm going to focus on and then next time i focus i think that's a good idea yeah yes but but you as a therapist you also keep notes right of your of your clients so Mm -hmm. like um when a client comes in that you've seen for a while and i guess how do you keep that kick that off what what Mm -hmm. are what's the life of a therapist like i have office jobs right so Mm -hmm. like i walk in i know what i have to do because i have sticky notes i have like projects or something what's it like to work as a therapist um, that's a good question. Um, I mean, it's almost like just going to the office. I, I try to make sure everything stays in the building at work mm-hmm. to keep balance. I don't do therapy notes at home. Mm-hmm. I, I will stay in that building later just so I don't do it at home. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I get to work, like I maybe show up sometimes it's like to the last minute, mm-hmm. but I show up maybe like a natural minutes. human. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, at least you show up. Yeah, I, <laughs> I showed up. That's that's for sure. And yeah. then, so let's say, fifteen minutes before the first client, like that's when I turn on all of my lamps because I'm I'm a I'm a lamp whore, and yeah. so I just love. I so have, you like, have those salt lamps too? Yes, I have. Love them. Of course, I, have, I love those salt lamps. I have one in my office. I have one in my living room, um, and then I have other lamps, and then I turn on like a diffuser if I want to, mm-hmm. and so it just just makes it nice. Turn on the computer, look at who I have that day. And mm-hmm. then like, okay, this is the person I have right now. You're so, like in the zone. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I have to have that moment where I'm like, okay, collect myself, mm-hmm. turn therapy Ashley on, mm-hmm. and then like start the day. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, then I just go get the clients. And then if it's a full day, then I just go come back. I don't know, like it's just back and forth for a little bit. Yeah. If I have enough time, I'll try to do the notes in between, but that never happens because I can't stand writing notes. <laughs> so yeah. next thing I know, it's like it's lunchtime and I have five notes and a treatment plan I have to do. And I'm like, oh God, I'm supposed to be eating right now. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's basically it. I mean, it's really not, it's just like back and forth, back and forth. Sometimes people cancel and I have like a free hour. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people cancel and someone else takes it. That's that's about it. Right now, again, as a private practice, like it is just super chill. Mm-hmm. Like at my previous jobs, mm-hmm. not the case. Like I could have a full day scheduled, and like that's it could be like eight, nine to ten hours, depending mm-hmm. on just ten people, mm. and all of them could show, which is was a really hard day. Mm-hmm. Or some people could not show up, and then if they didn't show up, then it would be like, hey, can you do this intake? Hey, can you uh, actually take this crisis? Mm. You know, because this person called in and they mm-hmm. said that they're suicidal. So, like, oh. can you do it right now? And it's like, oh, that's something I need to be prepared for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now private practice is like, eh, I get a free hour. So mm-hmm. you know how everybody have bad days. Like mm-hmm. when you wake up, you like like this like a saying. You yeah. wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Mm-hmm. You know how do you get yourself sane? Just mm-hmm. talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a good question because sometimes I don't really even think about it. Mm-hmm. I just kind of 
do, which is not necessarily a very th- therapeutic way of mm-hmm. approaching that. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's like pretty natural for everyone. That's like mm-hmm. a, a very human response. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh-huh. To be like, shitty day. I got shit I have to do. Yeah. And it's always have to. You know it's how like, like people beat themselves up. Like, yeah. you know, say like you didn't finish like finish this note and like this patient's coming or client's coming. Yeah. So how do you make yourself like that whole like happy and like always give good positive energy when you already had a bad day from waking up well i feel like that i mean maybe that's weird to say but that i i genuinely i genuinely care about Mm -hmm. the people that are my clients Mm -hmm. so when they tell me you know i had a really tough time like what you are awesome Mm -hmm. you're great and like i genuinely believe that so it's not like i'm forcing myself Mm -hmm. to be positive it's like you know, I want to encourage them to keep making changes and doing well. And it's yeah. like, um, excuse mm-hmm. me, you said you you didn't do anything good. Well, you just said you did all of these things, you know, and it's a, and it's genuine. So I don't yeah. have to force yeah. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, granted, like in the morning, I'm also not a morning person. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a big old baby when it comes to <clears throat> sleep. So if I happen to go to bed way too late um, or I couldn't sleep. That's me. That re- it really <laughs> it really makes the morning hard but mm-hmm. i know that it's a me thing yeah so i do have to pause and reflect and kind of go okay i'm not gonna you know hurt someone project else or and project that because i didn't sleep well you know because i'm a little baby mm-hmm. <laughs> you know but i do take advantage like okay if um i do have like a free hour someone cancels or something i will close my office door you know, I'll have a coffee mm-hmm. and I'll sit in silence in my own office or mm-hmm. I'll watch something mm-hmm. or I'll listen to music or I'll do whatever I can. So, like, I'll just be like, let me just take this moment just so I can, like, recharge yeah. and go. So, like, as a therapist, you have to find, like, the little tiny moments. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. someone's going to be 15 minutes late today. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, I'm just going to, like, sit in my office. That's me time. And Yeah. <laughs> and, like, mm-hmm. you know, drink drink a bottle of water and then, like, okay, you got this. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, yeah. It's But then a lot of times, like I said, sometimes it's like, well, I just... I got it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to have this person suffer because I didn't sleep well or because, you know, something's going on in my personal life. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they came here because something's going on in their personal life and maybe they feel like they can't go anywhere else. So mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not going to affect that. Let, let, let that affect me in that. Mm-hmm. I yeah. do think that I do have like a on switch mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, they came in on. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so I can be like, all right, let's do this. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're doing great. Mm-hmm. you know because there's like a lot of there's some people out there like they even bring their personal life into their work life too as well mm-hmm. um even like an office too as well because like mm-hmm. i when i'm at work at the hospital it's emily at the hospital yeah i don't bring out mm-hmm. i don't bring my personal life to work too because i see patients too and i you know like they're in the er and then they're here to be cured you know mm-hmm. be taken care of and i'm here and i'm here like i'm here to help you like you know i i chose to be here Mm -hmm. you know not just i'm here for a paycheck you know like Mm -hmm. i really generally care for our patients too if i cared about paycheck i probably wouldn't be a therapist yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah just saying for real for real so um yeah wow that's another reason why you're really in it (laughs) yeah I, i wanted to ask like like what are mm, like like we've had conversations Mm -hmm. we got the opportunity to go out and get drinks together Mm -hmm. right before this Mm -hmm. and um so like you said the word reframing Mm -hmm. you said uh projecting you Mm -hmm. said you know like tell us like unpack those 
therapy <laughs> uh, tools, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just help us. Like, for someone who doesn't normally want to go to therapy, mm-hmm. like, what happens? Like, what, what are the tools that my therapist is going to help me through? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, how in depth do you want me to go? Because I have some sangria, and then girl, that's why we got it. That's why we got it. Therapy, and I have sangria. I'll, I will just keep going. That's what yeah. I. Did. That's what I did. Okay. That's what I got. This is about you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you. Uh, this is Ashley's show. Day. Yeah. yeah, you gave your whole day to people. Today we gave the whole, whole day, day to you. To you. Well, that's not a weird, the whole day, but you know the yeah, whole. Yeah, like, know. what do I even? Even an hour. Like, what do I do? <laughs> Don't sit at the table. Usually, I sit in silence and I go, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so when I say reframing and projecting, um, so it depends on the therapist. Every therapist has their own like, um, I don't know, like theory that they use. Like when when we when I had my ma- got my master's degree, I did have to do like a, a theory paper based on like what interventions do I ref- like really connect with and what mm. do I want to use with clients. So it really depends on the therapist. So everyone's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Some people like to com- like combine things and some people like to do really kind of like experimental type stuff Mm -hmm. so it just depends on what you're looking for Um, me specifically i am not certified in cbt which is also known as cognitive behavioral therapy Mm -hmm. i'm not certified and you also said that that was close to emdr which is i forgot Uh, it is not close to oh okay it's 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 fine (laughs) but emdr is um uh, eye movement desensitization reprocessing Mm -hmm. is what it stands for and that's for um, helping people through trauma. Yeah. And there is trauma-focused CBT also. Okay. So those are, they're separate. But essentially, like, CBT is about focusing on how we think about ourself uh, and the world around us mm-hmm. and things like that. So, And that would be helpful for, say, what type of person or mental illnesses, I guess. Um, CBT is used predominantly with like anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the time because, and I can't remember if we said, if I said this before when we were talking, but when someone typically suffers from depression, it, a lot of the times is based off of like past things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They're ruminating on past experiences they've had or past things that they've done, pe- things that people have done to them, things that obviously they can't change because it's already happened. And then people with anxiety tend to be focused on future like Mm -hmm. what is it going to be like it's going to be the worst thing and i'm going to make a fool of myself i'm not going to be able to be a certain way that's the anxiety Mm -hmm. part Mm -hmm. is the future so um those thoughts like the cbt is the idea of my thoughts you know reflect and then cause like different feelings which then like cause different behaviors and so an example i use um, for my clients all the time is if i had like a core belief of i'm not enough right Mm -hmm. So I'm not funny enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not cool enough, I'm not whatever. People don't want to be around me. That's going to be my automatic negative thought. People don't want to be mm-hmm. around me, people don't like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that thought turns into feelings like insecurity, sadness, mm-hmm. you know, like worthlessness maybe, just a lot of negative, not so fun things. Mm-hmm. So then my behavior may be like isolation, mm. right? Because if I feel like um, no one wants to be around me and no one likes me, I'm probably not going to want to be around people or i'm going to be like oh if they invite me i'm going to project my feelings so Mm -hmm. projecting would be like 
I feel like I'm not wanted. And if someone invites mm-hmm. me somewhere, it's because they feel bad for me and they're just saying it because they're trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna reject those invitations because mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, oh, they don't even really want me. They're just saying that. Just yeah. To be, you know. So yeah. that's like that would be like the negative cycle, right? So then if I'm not around people, then mm-hmm. that cycle of see, I knew it. <clears throat> I knew it. No one likes me. No one wants to be around me because I'm not around people. But I'm actually causing that cycle myself because of my thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. And so CBT is about going in there and identifying that unhelpful thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then challenging it, which means like looking at the evidence that supports it, evidence that mm-hmm. goes against it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times there's no evidence that supports it. Right. I always tell my clients, your feelings are valid, mm-hmm. but it does not mean that they are true or that like that's actually yeah. happening. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel angry because I feel like someone doesn't want me around or I feel sad because someone doesn't want me around. I'm allowed to feel that. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. However, we're trying, we're reading people's minds here and we can't yeah. read minds and we can't tell the future. So like mm-hmm. that probably isn't true mm-hmm. what's yeah. happening. Yeah. So you look at that and then you come up with um, a more, I say, realistic, rational thought. Yeah. I try to stay away from the word positive. Mm-hmm. I don't like the word positive. Some people are fine with it. Yeah. But I do think when you say positive thinking. Yeah. yeah. It, it could be toxic positivity. Yeah. And like that, that's a whole other thing. In right. Itself. Yeah. Like rainbows and butterflies and everything's okay. And <laughs> that's yeah. not life. Yeah. That's not real life. It yeah. doesn't work out that way. But being more realistic, more rational with your thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I guess for that example would be like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe they didn't text me back quick enough, but people, people get busy. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, adults, if they have their own family, oh, they, they just don't have any time to hang out. And so then if I like switch that thinking and have that more helpful thought, then my, you know, uh, feelings may be, you know, I feel okay. I feel content. Mm-hmm. I don't feel as low because I'm realizing, oh, okay, maybe it's not what I think it is. Yeah. 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 And then my behavior is maybe I'm going to be more excited to reach out to people mm. and say, well, maybe if I plan it far out in, like, in advance, mm-hmm. right? If I say, hey, and in like three weeks... <laughs> Do you want to go do this thing that like gives people a whole bunch of time to be like, oh yeah, I can totally do that in three weeks. Yeah. And then, then it's creating that new cycle of like, see, people are going out of their way. They want to hang out with you. They do want to be with you. So mm-hmm. those thoughts of I'm not enough mm-hmm. aren't necessarily valid. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I really, oh, I've always really liked the saying of like, what you were just saying, your feelings can be valid, mm-hmm. but they can be irrational too. Yeah. And, and those two truths can exist yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so CBT or no, <laughs> not CBT. Is it CBT? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Behavioral therapy. Okay. Yeah. I, don't know. I had that weed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. But, uh, it's okay. <laughs> she, she hangs out with me too much. <laughs> it's a, listen, I've been like spewing out a lot of letters today. Girl, I'm surprised we, there's no Z in there. I know. <laughs> what, um, what other methods mm-hmm. uh, sorry you called them what did you call them again? like interventions interventions like what theories. other interventions theories mm-hmm. do you use um it's my brain just works cbt mm-hmm. so that one's like my main thing um i i try i like the idea of narrative therapy which mm-hmm. they're kind of they can be related which my um I guess you can call it a thesis, was about CBT and narrative therapy and how they can be used together. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, narrative therapy is like like what it is, like the story of your life. Yeah. Okay. You know, where you, if you have a certain idea of yourself, when did that start? Like, 
how and then and then like reframing or restructuring that story into something that's more helpful to you mm-hmm. yeah it and always goes back to childhood it really does. It does. <laughs> it really does. Everything stems from there. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. I try not to be that person, but I'm like, man, it really all comes back to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, honestly, my trauma does come through my mom. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, it, it all comes back to parents. It, trust me. It does. It yeah. does. And it I mean, really does. And I tell I, I people that. Mine come too. I tell people that, like, you know, how we, like, how we're, we're taught how to love mm-hmm. and how to be be loved and how to handle conflict by our parents. And those are, like, essentially just, like, the core of life, right? Yeah. How do I accept love from someone? How do I show someone I love them? And then how do I let someone know I'm disagreeing with something that they're saying or doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my friends told me a I think it was like a quote or something. She told me this yesterday. She's a coworker. And she was like, she was like, I read a quote somewhere that like being a better version of yourself. And I'm going to totally, you know, (laughs) not say this correctly, but like being a better version of yourself is not Mm -hmm. learning new things. It's unlearning. Yes. Habits. Right. Uh And learning things about you. That's how. I think you said it right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go Fanny. That's what it is. Therapy is about rewiring the brain. You have mm-hmm. a, a series of habits that you've learned. Um, sometimes through trauma, you learn coping skills. And I'm saying that in quotes because sometimes like maybe in the moment they helped you, but now not yeah. so much. And you have to basically tell your brain, hey, um, that's not helpful anymore. So we See, can't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah, because the brain is really a powerful thing because yeah. you're you tell yourself one thing but your brain's like er yeah hold on mm-hmm. but what about yes that one time <laughs> yeah <laughs> remember that yes. one time in second grade mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. Or, or like you know like oh i have this habit and I, I guess it all started when i was like 12 years old and it's like ma'am I, you're 40 now you're not in that position it's like oh crap i yeah. thought that like i'm not 12 in my parents house anymore yeah i don't have to do these things anymore i used yeah. to be a, when i was little i used to be afraid of thunderstorms mm-hmm. and um i went to therapy so i'm 29 i went to therapy at 27 and i was like i'm afraid of thunderstorms and then she she really helped me like now yeah. i'm in love with them like oh yeah <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> That's so cute. Like, I used to be so scared of it. I don't know why. Like, I, when I was little, I always hide under the blankets, close right. my ears and everything like that. But now I'm just like, oh, thunderstorms. <laughs> <laughs> and then now my little brother, you know, he's like 14 and he's scared of it. And I'm like, oh, I learned this today. Hey, come here. <laughs> I can this help is you. what you do. Yeah. Oh. Look at that. You, you're learning a habit and you're like, I know how to help. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. You, you do See, better by is, being able yeah, to help so like, others. That's why therapy is literally, I, I, I recommend everybody be a therapist. Even mm-hmm. if you don't have any trauma or anything, just yeah. go, you know. I mean, because yeah. it doesn't have to be weekly. Like, it just, yeah, it don't yeah. have to be you know, weekly. I have people that I see weekly every other week, once a month. Mm-hmm. It's like, depends on your level of need. If you're like, yeah. you know what? I feel like I can't really talk to certain people in my life. So go to a therapist. You can mm-hmm. tell them anything and they are not allowed to tell anyone else. HIPAA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, That's why there's HIPAA. Yeah. Like I, I think I've 
been using my therapist for many things like she's my trauma person Mm -hmm. she's my friend she's my career counselor she's my (laughs) um friend counselor she's my you know what i mean like it's a therapist is on her phone (laughs) is um Fanny's therapist named Fanny on her phone wallet. (laughs) (laughs) Money sign. All I'm saying is. Hashtag. All I'm saying is if there's someone who is really there for Mm -hmm. me and I've chosen you to be there for me, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to use it. Yeah. Because life is complicated Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to pretend that I have all the answers. And I know she's not pretending to have Mm -hmm. all the answers. Mm But I know I have a space to work through them. Exactly. Right. So yeah, she, she can call me wallet, but I'm okay. Off with. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. like sometimes I'm like, oh, well, we're going to start off with this <laughs> and we'll see where this takes us. And yeah. I was like, all right. I mean, it's better than what I was doing. You know, the same thing over and over again. It wasn't helping, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, exactly. Well, so I think this I is think a good for a break. Yeah. yeah. So I was going to say, here's Emily with some ASMR. <laughs> I really don't have anything for ASMR. Okay, let's not do it, ASMR. I'm sorry, I guys. Oh, you got oh, crackers. Oh, crackers, bro. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. I made a charcuterie board. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> the screen is in front of me. I don't see it. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, Emily is like 4'9. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Fanny, for real. But Dusty has some ASMR. Can you shut up? Dusty has some ASMR. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I guess I did say something. I didn't have. (laughs) Oh. Okay. Nice. (laughs) (sighs) This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. Checks out. Well, the- <laughs> Mm. Say less. <laughs> Valid. Oh, I like this. I like this too. I like Why have it. you never used this? Yeah. <laughs> I want this more. I feel cool. Just be, I wish you could hear this. I'm sorry, Joe. Just be glad that he's using it now. Yeah. Isn't it cool? Yeah. I like it. You'll hear it. You'll hear it when it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's It'll really drop good. on Thursday. Yeah. Do you want another one? Sangria? Oh, girl, do I? No, there's more. We got All two. right, I'll take I'll take the white one. Okay. Slow wine. wine. He's driving me home. Oh, that's like perfect. That's the you. Slow wine. That is cool. That was. Slow wine. Okay. Slow wine. I think that like just keep your fruit and oh, then yeah. drop it in there. Of course, I've never had anything from her that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. You know, I finished. Slow wine. Wine. One shot, one drink. Emily is bringing us back. All right. Oh, shit, I have this backwards. That's why you can't hear me. <laughs> I had it like this for how long? I think just now. I think just now. It better have been just now. <laughs> I think just now. 
sounded sounded all right <laughs> earlier. So, so. <laughs> yeah, that's why I think it was just now. I think I, see, I had it like this just now. Really? Just now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Did you see that? <laughs> Linda. <laughs> Linda. Me, me and Dusty <laughs> what? <laughs> Just now? <laughs> Dusty one time forgot to hit record after a whole two hours. No, 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 no. It was recording. The software somehow switched back to the laptop microphone versus these microphones. And I didn't notice. <laughs> Listen, that's that technology stuff, though. It'd be doing stuff by itself all the time. <laughs> Bro, if I see a red light blinking, that means I know I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get back. Yes. All right, guys, welcome back. So we have me. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Emily Show. <laughs> I'm kidding. The Emily E. I don't know. I couldn't think of something. I Welcome I, I back tried. to Here's to You Guys. We have here Here's Fanny She's again. Here's to you, bro. What did I say? Here's to you guys. I said, no. Welcome back to Here's to You Guys. Ah, uh, like, uh. comma, guys. <laughs> Here's to you, comma, guys. Got it. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. I didn't register it. It's okay. It's all right. Okay. It's all right. What are we drinking today, Emily? All right. So, I would. So, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Love sangria. Mm-hmm. She told me, if you give me a sangria in front of me, I'll keep going on and on and on and on. And, and that's <laughs> and why we I like, got say it. Say less. Say less. And I <laughs> and I'm like, Fanny, you know what type of sangrias we like? And she, and you know me and I Fanny was like, say less. I w- I'm already drunk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so went to my girl Jenny Dawn Sellers over here, down downtown, and mm. boy, they're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> what color are we having? So we have a uh, red wine sangria. Oh shit, red <laughs> sangria. Yes, <laughs> with some berries, and then we have a white sangria here. I don't know what's in them. I, she told me there's wine, juice, and um, it's stuff. goodness. Yes, yeah, yes, goodness. goodness. Uh, I learned a little bit about her too as well. She said that um, she gets her fruit shipped from also from california as oh, well oh i didn't know that yeah okay. yeah awesome. and i was like that's why you got the good shit and she's like <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> but and I, and I could hear you saying that to her <laughs> you got that good shit huh <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you got that good good <laughs> <laughs> you're like gang gang say less <laughs> but yeah so i was like uh ashley podcast sangria mm-hmm. therapy mm-hmm. Fuck it. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. All those things. All those yeah. things combined together. Mm-hmm. And now we drunk. All yeah. right. <laughs> now we drunk, drunk. Okay. So, no, guys, this is the first drink. Let's go, Emily. Yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah. yeah. But um, also, Ashley, mm-hmm. you also do. Um, what am I thinking? We wanted to dispel some mental health stigmas. Yes. There we go. So we learned about some uh, awesome stuff about okay. mental health and uh, oh, okay, okay. So your tool belt. We learned about your tool belt now. Let me get my journal. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so now tell us. Let's dispel some of those myths. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So did you? You said you came up with some, or you? No, no, I didn't oh, come okay, up with okay. anything. I think like we kind of sprinkled some throughout the show. Like, mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. I don't need no help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I imagine that's how I sound. When I, I say stuff like that. I guess the only stigmas I can think of mm-hmm. 
um, I'm just in general, like mental health therapy is only for crazy people. Oh yeah, that's the mm. first one. Yeah, yeah. like oh, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I don't need to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. And it's like nothing's wrong with me. First of all, I always think of the word crazy as a cop out. Mm. It's just crazy is a word used for something you don't understand. Because if you don't understand someone's behavior, you're like crazy. Oh, yeah. that's that's good. Like when you don't understand something, you just think, yeah, you wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and you cray cray. And then once you um, actually talk to someone and you're like, oh, like, I see. I understand. I get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. you do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but I think, like, it, it doesn't excuse people for their behavior, but it's like, I understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from and why this is happening mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Uh, mm-hmm. human mind is complex so i can't i don't know everything yeah. mm-hmm. about it but yeah i think like thinking that you have to be crazy to go to therapy uh this like i think it's, i don't know if anyone's heard this too but it's like the idea of like you wouldn't take your car you know in for an oil change after it already exploded oh gotcha right like you have to take it in after so many miles or so many months depending mm-hmm. Because you want to keep maintaining it and like rotate your tires and you're like, all right, we're good. Okay, cool. Let's go back out there. Yeah. You know, I have a road trip. Let's do this. You yeah. would be like, oh, it's on fire on mm-hmm. Kellogg right now. <laughs> yeah. Can you like <laughs> come get it? Like it's a lost cause, right? Yeah. But that's true. You wouldn't, you wouldn't call the mechanic and be like, hey, by the way, mm-hmm. can you come do an oil change? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, sir, this is on fire. Yes. I need an oil change, though. Like you need a lot more (laughs) than just an oil change right now. Yeah. And so that's why I think of mental health. Like if you feel Mm. that like I'm okay, maybe I have some bad days or things that I could potentially talk about. That's a good time to go to therapy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be weekly. It doesn't be every other week. It could be once a month. Because you know how other people, too, as well. um, You know how people have primary care doctors, too. Mm -hmm. And then they're afraid of their primary care doctor is going to judge them. Right. You know, so that's Mm -hmm. why they go to y'all. Mm-hmm. right yeah we are like i am non-judgy like people mm-hmm. come in they're like i'm probably the craziest person you've ever talked to and i'm like no nope. yeah <laughs> i remember it. i uh, i said that to my therapist i think we all say that to people i do but i think we're all like i'm crazy and then they're <laughs> you yeah. know because because you're right there is a stigma you're like mm-hmm. i'm crazy i remember you like, have a even, stigma that yeah. you're fighting like yeah. literally yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and so yeah i mean that, that that's like the main one i can think of i mean obviously there's the the media idea of therapy and mental health Mm. this is why i hate about media sometimes too because they put shit on there what Mm -hmm. they Mm -hmm. want you to see but they're not they're not really seeing what really helps it you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. the real actual resources right you know because therapy think what do you say therapy for if you go to somebody say hey you should go to therapy i'm not crazy Mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. like you think i'm crazy no i don't think you're crazy i yeah. just i just think like hey you, you know you got some this might be helpful yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I like to say it to everybody like every, every time i talk to someone and then i'm just like you should go to therapy and they're like you think i'm crazy i'm like honestly i think everyone's crazy yeah, yeah. i and am too honestly i think that it's crazier that you think that you can go about your entire life thinking that you got all the answers right Mm -hmm. so it's up Mm -hmm. to you call me crazy call you crazy i call everyone crazy i don't really care i didn't mean to offend you all i'm saying is you don't got the answers i don't got the answers consider it consider (laughs) yeah yeah and i and also when talking about media like obviously movies and tv shows right because obviously they need to pump up the drama right yeah so then people have this idea like i i've worked with and continue to work with people with schizophrenia Mm -hmm. you know and but when you watch movies or tv Mm -hmm. shows it's like 
they're gonna kill someone and it's like that is first of all that is a very extreme that's case. a lot of energy yeah. yes it's <laughs> it's a very extreme case people with mental health issues are a danger to themselves more than anything else yes mm. yes especially yeah. with schizophrenia so yeah. you know how there's also a uh, psychiatrist too right like mm-hmm. right what's Psychi- the difference yeah. what's the difference between a therapist and a psychiatrist psychiatrist and psychologist yeah right so yeah yeah, yeah. okay thank you it's schooling like difference between me and a psychiatrist is a doctorate degree and i'm not doing more school mm. <laughs> um also a psychiatrist does i believe has to go to med school mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they are prescribing medication yeah again I don't, i'm not trying to learn all that yeah yeah it's not really my thing mm-hmm. and a psychologist um again there's some master's level psychologists so like they still have a master but they're in psychology they can do testing mm-hmm. so like if someone mm-hmm. were curious about their diagnosis if they wanted to get like a firm like yes this is exactly what i'm diagnosed with they can do that i can't mm-hmm. do testing i can mm-hmm. diagnose based off of D- the dsm um, but i can't do testing mm. what is dsm the diagnostic and statistical manual <laughs> ah yes <laughs> even mm-hmm. yes, me yes. my bestie <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right here my handy my yeah, handy like, book it's a it's a <laughs> giant <laughs> right right now it's purple right now it's the dsm-5 and it's a giant purple bible that i have in my office and i mm-hmm. always go let me just double check and it just basically has like all the criteria for like all of the mental health disorders obviously it's like depending on the therapist who's doing it if mm-hmm. i think that like oh this reaches this and this matches this or i'm like yeah not so much but it's like the bible mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. the mental health yeah uh, okay gotcha, gotcha i know i'm in there somewhere <laughs> <laughs> we're probably all in there i'm all TBH. in there we're all there we're i mean there. there's even like in the in the back there's this thing called z codes mm-hmm. and they're like situational stuff mm-hmm. so like oh. conflict with your spouse or like conflict with family members or like you just got mm-hmm. out of prison or uh, what else i don't know just got out of the military like there's a bunch of z codes mm. so like anyone like yeah anyone everyone is in there <laughs> yeah gotcha okay so you brought up a really good part of um let's see i think emily had the divorce percentage rate yes because mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you're a marriage counselor <laughs> so we want to know some stuff yeah what, what is the percentage rate right now my best i so I Googled. Yeah, we Google. Okay, we okay, Google, Google over here. Cool. Google. I say, hey, Google. <laughs> <laughs> I say, um, Alexa, because Emily's poor. Oh. Uh, excuse <laughs> me. We have Google. <laughs> I, like, I like to go to my friends' homes, and I like to be like, hey, Alexa. And then, like, no one responds, right? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot you're poor. <laughs> oh, my God. I I'm, love doing I'm that. sorry. I don't have, hey, Google. I have, hey, Siri. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> don't even have that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Sorry. Watch my so elitist over here. Hold on. <laughs> Let's bring it down. Okay. Please help this child right here. So you we know, invited you to help me. She's bringing a different stigma in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Classes. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Yeah. Great. Like, I forgot okay. what it's. Oh no. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Rates. So divorce rate. I mm-hmm. read that um, it's fifty percent here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So. That's a lot. Yeah, that you you had read something about like it's fifty something percent of the chance that people will be either divorced Divorce or, or separation. separation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would you say are maybe some three tips to help make oh, a relationship work? Okay, two, <laughs> one. I don't know. You are putting me on the spot. Okay. Yeah, we are because it's I'm my you married too. Remember? I'm kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're super <laughs> licensed. You're super licensed. <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, I will always say therapy, Ashley, is a whole other bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ashley at home as a wife and as a friend mm-hmm. is another bitch. <laughs> and Poor like, Joe. And I'm allowed to be as irrational and mm-hmm. emotional as I want to be outside of the therapy room. So Aww, this is the reason that. why therapists aren't allowed to do therapy with their family or their friends because mm-hmm. you cannot be unbiased. Yeah. You, they'll throw hands. Yeah. Like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's so like true. me. And you said, what did I do? <laughs> me in my own life. That's different. That's different. And like, yeah. I'm reframing, guys. I try. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But like, I'm still going to be like biased. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. But tips. Would you say again? Tips on. Yeah. What would you say are three tips to help make a relationship work? Mm. This is so cliche. Let me get my journal. Hold on. Oh, and it's <laughs> it's going to be so cliche. Yeah. But it is communication. Communication is the mother effing key. And mm-hmm. and under like communication is an umbrella. Mm-hmm. There's a lot there of go. stuff under I think that's the most important part that she just said. Yes. Communication is an umbrella. Yeah. Exactly. It okay. doesn't just mean let me tell you what I think right now and you just accept it. That's, that's not, a feeling. That's, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's not communication. Mm-hmm. We're talking about like I have to change the way that I speak to you so that you can calmly understand where i'm coming from mm-hmm. right yeah so if it, if i'm a normally someone or like i was raised in a family where we yell and then the person that i'm with doesn't like mm-hmm. they just don't compete with that it just doesn't yeah. work with them mm-hmm. okay well you're gonna have to change the way that you communicate you can't be like well they need to change no no no, no. Mm-hmm. both need to change mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when i get couples in my sessions i'm like you're not gonna sit here and say she needs to do this or he needs to do that. It's like, we need mm. to do something. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't like say like, you're the problem. You're the problem. It's like, y'all both the problem mm-hmm. and we're going to switch it up. And I'm like, you don't hear yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah. Like are the, we in the same room as, are we? Yeah. yeah. So like that communication is just like, I have to change the way I communicate. I also have to change the way I listen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like my clients are like, you're talking about active listening skills. Like, yeah, because yeah, we might have learned that mm-hmm. in like mm-hmm. elementary school, but are we using it though? Yeah, you're like, did you yeah. really learn it? Yeah. <laughs> did I'm, you apply? What I'm learning right now is literally active listen, like yeah. listening. Because mm-hmm. I I think I have ADHD, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really do. She's on a spectrum. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> listen, don't get me started on spectrums. It is, yeah. <laughs> and, and actually, women get diagnosed later in life because um, mm-hmm. we're just better at masking things. I'm in the mm-hmm. same boat, um, you know, where I'm getting told, like, Joe here has been diagnosed with ADHD, mm-hmm. and he's looking at me like, girl, you too. <laughs> and I'm like, are you sure? I don't know. And it's like, because I was so good at masking it, and I was like, yeah. I still got yeah good grades and mm-hmm. i still like all these yes. things that people didn't and i'm like sitting here like dang i really did have a hard time yeah i really was like i don't know what i'm doing i don't know what i'm doing yeah <laughs> yes, i yes, remember yes. like when i when i've um told certain people in my life that i've i, I deal with anxiety or with insomnia or depression they're like i would have never guessed and i'm like yeah because i'm a good masker yeah. bro yes, like what the exactly. fuck i have to i got bills to pay yeah. i got shit to take care of mm-hmm. like i don't want to do this shit you kidding like this shit's hard right yeah 
who made us be an adult um, i know also is it's that that you start actually being an adult when you're actually turning at least 27 mm-hmm. so I'm like so baby I'm, yeah. st- I'm still not an adult bro. i don't <laughs> think i'm an adult either and i'm 29 you know yeah and my <laughs> my boyfriend would be like look babe you're maturing i said bitch what you say to me <laughs> I am what? Listen, man, I always was like, I'm the young, cool therapist. And then I get like 16-year-old clients, and they're just like, you're old. I'm like, oh, Oh. my little heart. Those kids need to be slapped because (laughs) I remember I went to a pumpkin patch, and I was, I don't know how old I was. I was in my 20s, too. And these damn kids, I was in front of them, (laughs) and they said, we're trying to go, but this old lady's in front of us. (laughs) And I was like. Like the same size. (laughs) exactly oh my gosh i almost turned around and slapped the shit out of them but you're like that's a lot of person no that's just a lot of energy that i'm putting into you know what i mean you're allowed to feel that yeah and i'm so proud of you for not taking thank you thank you thank you we need to have you on the show more often actually no honestly for real uh you want to schedule what day (laughs) well uh you know i'm off friday So I can make it work. Beautiful. Let's see. I think you were on part number three, right? So active listening. Communication is umbrella. Communication is the umbrella under like it's changing the way you communicate, changing the way you listen, which is active listening, which is like looking at people Mm -hmm. legitimately, not thinking about what you're going to say next. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thinking about what they are saying and asking clarifying questions. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that? Okay. Okay. I see. So is this what, like, giving examples, like, really being active in that. So, like, Mm -hmm. that is, like, the main thing. Because I could not tell you how many times I'm like, wait, so you're really upset that your husband's doing this thing. Well, did you ever tell him that, like, you were upset about that? And they're like, no. Mm. That's interesting. That's okay. All right, cool. We can, like, Mm -hmm. let's start there. Do you also get the, like, like you said, just said that earlier, Mm -hmm. you know? And they'd be like, well, he should know. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah! I get that That's a lot, a, and and you hear that a lot by yeah. girls, especially. You yeah. should know, like, I myself am guilty. I know. <laughs> hey, it, again, I, I think you're talking about human experiences, right. right? Yes. Like, I think that's your that's who you are. Mm-hmm. That's your role. You are helping people with human experiences. Mm-hmm. You yourself are human. Yes. So. And I will always tell my clients, like, hey, listen, just so you know, I know that when I talk about it, it sounds like so simple. This is all you need to do. But I understand that it's not like that. Yeah. It's just it's way easier to say than do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when people say things like, oh, they should know. I'm like, well, can you read minds? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My boyfriend always tells me. I'd be like, you should know already. He'd be like, baby, how am I going to know? <laughs> I can't read your mind. Yeah. And no I'd be like, and I'd be like, read yeah, your mind. Yeah. You're right. And I always, I have to like, no one can read your mind. You have to let them know what you're thinking, what you're feeling. They exactly. cannot read your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they could, I always say like, man, if I could read people's mind, I wouldn't be here. I'd be a billionaire. I'd be yeah. somewhere. <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah. I would be You'd like, be right next to Bill Gates on the Forbes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Or, or, or Jeff. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna say that. Bill Jeff. Gates is like dead already. I don't think she wants to die yet. <laughs> he did die. No, he didn't. <laughs> but yeah, so like I'm like, it, it doesn't matter how long you're with someone. Like you, they can't read your mind, and you can't read their mind. And also, people have a lot of things going on. So like, just help them out. Tell mm-hmm. them. And I always joke too. Like, me and Joe have been together since we were 17, and there are still some times I'm like, oh, I didn't know that about you. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you you like that now? That's weird that that changed, but okay. Right, people mm-hmm. change. So it doesn't Everything. matter if you're like, oh, I used to like this and now I don't, and they should know that by now. And it's like, well, no, because you changed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People change every single day. Like, yeah. yeah. Emotional inte- intelligence is, is important too, right? Because uh-huh. like, say you share with someone these feelings. They don't ask these clarifying questions. They mm-hmm. don't do active listening. And yeah. they don't even like share what's going on with them it's mm-hmm. like that's like okay i gotta let this go right because you're not there yeah <laughs> and and that's when if it, when it comes to couples mm-hmm. now obviously my job as a therapist not tell you what to do with your life i'm just like let's look at both sides and see which one you're willing to deal with mm-hmm. so if someone's in a relationship and they feel that way where it's like i'm doing i'm giving all of this and i'm not getting anything back it's like well we can't control that person we can't make them do anything. Mm-hmm. So you can either decide like this, I'm accepting of this person and this is how they are and I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Or if you decide that you deserve different, then move on with whatever that is. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I mean, I know some significant others might not like me. Yeah. But it's like, hey, you're telling me you don't like this and this person's not going to change unless mm-hmm. they want to, then... That's why, yeah. like, um, sometimes, like, with men, they don't really go to therapy because mm-hmm. it's more of their... Um, oh, that's a good... It's more... Dispelling. What, what is that? What's that word I'm thinking? Um, they're more masculine or mm-hmm. they're... Oh, what's yeah. that other word? Toxic masculinity? Yeah. Like, I don't need no help. I got this. No yeah. one needs to know my business. And yeah. And it's not even that big of a deal. And yeah. then, like, when they get into deeper, they're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Damn. That, does that yeah. mean... Yeah. yeah, so like the mm-hmm. suicide rate for both men and women, men is way higher. Yes. But it's less likely for a man to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just mm-hmm. spell that one real quick. I think we are on still one third tip. If not, mm-hmm. we can let it go. Okay. But what, what's another dispelling of like, how do we get our men to mm-hmm. to feel comfortable? Oh, listen, that's that is like systemic yeah. yeah that is yeah. like it is raising them it's deep from the womb up and <laughs> it's I, cultural it's a lot yeah it's cu- especially cultural for like mm-hmm. different cultures and stuff of of cultures of, of men in those like minority groups mm-hmm. that's like that that uh, there's not much that i can do as a single person but maybe like if i were to have a child who is a boy i can try my best in that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but I do think it's it's more systemic. Yeah, there's really nothing I can do. I mean, what what would you say then in terms of like, okay, say you have a boy, mm-hmm. what would be your role that you would try to help them realize your feelings mm-hmm. are there? Your role is not to be a provider or you know yeah. whatever. But like also, it, it's like that. It's really hard because it's like if you want to be a provider, you want to be big and strong and build things and mm-hmm. you know whatever you can do that Mm -hmm. if you also want to like have an equal relationship with your partner whether that be a woman or a man or a non-binary person Mm -hmm. that's also okay yeah Mm -hmm. and so i guess if i were to have a boy like genetically speaking it comes out and like oh a boy and then like Mm -hmm. you know but i would probably say like your feelings are valid you're Mm -hmm. allowed to be sad this mm-hmm. is how you deal with the sadness. Mm-hmm. If you're angry, this is how you deal with the anger because that's the most thing with men. It's mm-hmm. that the only emotion they ever think is okay to show. It. I'm, I'm obviously talking generalized. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not all men, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that ain't me. Yeah, don't <laughs> yeah. worry, you're not gonna get canceled. You won't yeah, get canceled. It's fine. <laughs> no one gets canceled here. No one gets canceled here. But honestly. I will say 
like from what I have noticed from my experience is that anger is okay because it shows like big angry muscular man so Mm -hmm. that's the only emotion they can show so when they feel sad they're angry when they feel nervous they're angry when Mm. they feel hurt they're angry yeah um and then it results in like ah yelling and whatever and showing and teaching a child a a boy hey like if you just want to like cry about it for a little bit and then like talk to me about that's fine too yeah mm-hmm. i tell my brother that all the mm-hmm. time I'm like look bro if you need to cry it out cry it out mm-hmm. it doesn't mean anything about you're not gonna lose your manhood because yeah. <laughs> you're crying that means you're a little bitch it just means that <laughs> you you're allowed to do this like yeah. you're a human you have mm-hmm. to do this yeah and and i can't even remember what the name of that chemical is but when you cry your brain is releasing a specific chemical that is for healing mm. And I wish I knew. I wish I remembered what that chemical Serotonin, is. Serotonin, dopamine. Uh, it's a different one. It's one that like I don't. Okay, really I don't hear. know. Those are the only two. Yeah, that I but know, like, but like, essentially, you know. it's like people cry. It's like because your body is trying to heal. Oh. You're healing from the hurt, Science. physical pain, emotional pain. Like that's what you're you're trying to do. So let your body do it. I tell people like if you haven't had a good cry, what is it? Oh, is it oxytocin? Ah, there oh. it is. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's Aww, here with teamwork. us today, guys. <laughs> that's so cute. Teamwork. But, but yeah, so like that's a whole chemical your body like literally is like, mm-hmm. let's like heal up. What's going on? And so when people are like, oh, you know, they're in my therapy office and they're like, I'm so sorry, then I'll cry. I'm like, oh, no, cry. Hi. I know this sounds really weird, but I love it when people cry. <laughs> <laughs> my therapist like, yes. is always trying to get me to cry and I'm like, I fucking can't. I want I'm a to crier. Though. I'm, I'm <laughs> legit a crier. Mm-hmm. I'm a crier in shows, movies, that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. But when it comes to my life, it's so hard for me to cry. Ooh. I'm a crier. Yeah. So. We'll unpack that later. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. But no, like, seriously, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. people say, like, oh, I want to cry. I'm like, no, I love it because especially if I ask you a question or I say something and it, like, evokes, like, emotion and you start crying I'm like oh I hit something you have to think about something now mm-hmm. oh she's crying okay uh. yeah like, <laughs> like, I, I really like to utilize silence so it's just like oh you're crying okay we'll just sit here we'll mm-hmm. let you sit in it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we forget that we need to feel feelings instead yes. of like I need to do something about it. I need to stop yes. this feeling oh and my god like, okay cry and I'm just sit there in silence and they're just like uh you know they try to like yeah fill up the silence it's like no do it just let yeah it, let it happen one time I did kind of do that because mm-hmm. my therapist has been telling me that I'm supposed to feel feelings a lot. And then one time <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I really hate the fact that I'm in therapy because I'm like, I have to do this bullshit yeah. that I said that I was going to do. And this really kind of sucks. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, you know, you're in learning habits. And right. You don't want to do shit like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like to cry. So I don't want to do shit like that. Yeah, but I do it at this. Yeah. But one time I was like, ah, this this thing happened. And so I have to let go of this person. And so I'm like, I'm going to sit with my feelings because I have to process them Mm -hmm. because I was told and I I learned this habit of now processing. And then it was easier to let go versus Mm. I think that if Mm. I would not have learned that and done that, I would have gone about my regular old routines of ignoring, continuing life, whatever, and then still holding on to the thought of this person's going to come back. This person's going to be around, Mm. whatever which just causes more pain Mm -hmm. at the end, right? For several months because I'm holding on to that. And I think sometimes what stops people is like the idea of what it's going to be like. Mm -hmm. Like if you have anxiety and depression, like, oh, that's going to be the shittiest moment. If I like if I let myself do it, it's going to suck and I can't I'm not going to be able to get through it. Mm -hmm. And then once you do it, you're like, oh, (laughs) 
okay, cool. I did that it. That wasn't so bad. What yeah. the heck? I cried. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't die. I didn't explode. Wow. And I might, dare I say, even feel better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I can continue on. What is this shit? Oh my God. I can sleep today? <laughs> All right. So one more thing, actually. Mm-hmm. You know how you're a marriage, marriage counselor? Yeah. How do we know we found the one? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know that MTV, you? You know MTV show? Are you the one? Yeah. <laughs> we have to get on the MTV show next and then tell them to play it back again. No, Room Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Don't. I'm just flashing back. Hold on. <laughs> Flashbacks. So, like being way too young watching that. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I saw something on TikTok. Not TikTok. On YouTube. No. What is it? Instagram. And it's and it said like a, it's like a little kid, you know, saying they're like, "What your parents used to listen to back in 2000." <laughs> it's like Nickelback, yeah. and then the, you see this guy cut the thing. He's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, he's like, "Parents? <laughs> <laughs> what?" You're like, "You forget this generation barely has kids." Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. there's only a handful of us that are parents mm-hmm. and are married. Yeah, and have kids. But so like as far as the one, mm-hmm. I think. We have to get rid of that idea. Ooh, okay, keep going. Yes. And maybe I'm talking, I'm speaking more on like my own personal experience, right? We swat, we watch things, we see things, we read things, and we're like, the one. It's like this person is like really perfect for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm it's gonna like, marry him. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, you know, but I think we have to get rid of that idea of the one and just like, oh, the person I love. Like, it, it needs to it just simplify it. Mm. <laughs> A person that I love and I can see myself living with for the rest of my life and dying with and um someone who's willing to grow and change with me Mm -hmm. and would you say that because people are complex and they change all the time is that why Ooh, you catch on really quick i'm drunk but i still listen (laughs) she's active listening I've been working on this for way too fucking long. I always, I always say, I'm like, I've been in therapy for too long. I'm not over this shit. I'm uh, no, this thing is too long. You can be on for like life. It's fine. No, I'm not over it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, you know, seriously, it's just like someone's willing to grow with you. Like when li- like stages of life change, mm-hmm. when you are dating, that's a stage of life. When you are engaged, that's different. When you are married, that's different. And then when you bring kids into it, that's totally different. And you have to change with it and adjust. Like things are not going to be, after you've had kids, they're not going to be the same as like when you first started dating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, people are like, oh, well, we used to like spontaneously do this. We used to go like, well, ma'am, you have two five-year-olds. Like you have like two uh, twins and you have like a toddler and then you also have a full-time job. Like you can't, it just Mm. doesn't work that way. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that like I've ruined it. Like my life sucks. It's just like now you have to be more intentional about listening to your partner, being with your partner. Yeah. You know, you have Mm -hmm. to set like people are like, oh, it's so not, uh, it's so unromantic to schedule dates or sex and it's like well if you have to schedule sex then do it yeah, yeah you have you to feel connected by having sex and you have to schedule it on thursdays at 2 30 because all the kids are like sleeping <laughs> it's yeah sleeping at or like school. at soccer then <laughs> like, we, we got 10 minutes let's go come yeah. on yeah <laughs> hurry like, up this is gonna be really good <laughs> then you gotta do it yeah, yeah and that's true. okay that's and you can still do it too as well being as a boyfriend girlfriend as well because right. we all have our own personal lives that we have to deal with like work we have to also deal with life-changing things mm-hmm. going on too mm-hmm. you know i mean 
and that's fine and honestly it's fine if you're is the only thing it matters is that you and your partner communicate Mm -hmm. basic like you said so i feel like when when you said like the top three things Mm -hmm. it's like i think it just all is communication because it's like like changing the way you communicate changing the way you listen yeah um Mm. talking about hard subjects because i'm trying to think of what the top five are like top five like reasons that people that relationships tend to like end or have arguments is like money Mm sex insecurities um values like sometimes but typically once you're dating someone like you already know the morals and values kind of match but like essentially it's like money and sex like the top Mm -hmm. two Mm -hmm. so it's like knowing like hey what are your what are our expectations of how often we have sex and like what we do Mm -hmm. with each other and also with raising kids right do we raise our kids like under our religion depending Mm. on like if we are religious Mm -hmm. do we give them a chance to do whatever they want if they want to be religious Mm -hmm. how many Mm -hmm. kids do we want Mm -hmm. because i also got i had training like a while ago and preparing rich which is basically like a premarital thing where it's like they do an assessment each one like the wife does one husband does one or like fiance whatever and then i combine them to see like hey like what are your expectations of a relationship like you mm-hmm. have to talk about those things yeah cause and a lot of people are afraid of that yeah yeah oh, they're, they're just re- they're like this person's nice this mm-hmm. person is this and it, that's i think like that's the biggest slap in the face is when people just stay with people because they're a nice person exactly. yeah you're settling that's fucked up bro let that person go exactly yeah. i mean there's so many people that are Girl, nice bro. but that yeah. doesn't mean you want to spend exactly. every day with them mm-hmm. yeah like mm-hmm. the, like spending every day and having those tough conversations yeah yeah because yeah like i those expectations yeah because mm-hmm. i also like even though me and my boyfriend been as i say live together you know kind of but um <laughs> we only been together for like what six months we've been together months? i don't know why you're looking at me i'm not I dating remember. you <laughs> i'm not dating you <laughs> it's been it's been six months and like we both have those deep deep conversations mm-hmm. like every single day mm-hmm. and like I didn't mean to put my sex life out here. I feel bad for him. But like, <laughs> we <laughs> oh, girl love hearing that stuff. <laughs> we we do schedule our mm-hmm. sex our sex life. You got to because you got to you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And um, because I work crazy hours, he mm-hmm. works full hours. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy too. So we'd be like, I'd be like, so can I have an appointment at this time <laughs> and this day? Does that work for you? Yeah, like and I've looked at our schedules and it seems like they match right yes, on this day. At like this yeah. day. Is it cool? We share our Google Drive together. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. Because <laughs> he'll know like, all right. So like he knows that we're doing this podcast. He's like, all right. So she needs to do this and then I'll be doing around doing all this stuff mm-hmm. while she's doing all this yeah. stuff, you know? So <laughs> I don't know. I think it's cute with me him doing that mm-hmm. because yeah. we we both communicate. You're like, valuing each other's time and space. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, oh, and man. you get that connection. And we that's do. essentially the goal. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. We're, we're just, so I think like all three of those things you ask communication. Yeah. Just, yeah. You just gotta yeah. you gotta talk about stuff. Exactly. It's an umbrella. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like you said. I say like crazy shit to him, mm-hmm. and he'll just <laughs> he'll be like, "Yeah, babe, yeah, that's like," and he'll just keep going on and on and on and on and on, and I'm like, "Oh man, I I may, I, I got this guy going. Uh, I gotta stop somewhere." <laughs> yes, I like the idea, but <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But yeah, mm-hmm. um. So also with you know basically as we we learn mm-hmm. bis- mental stigmas um divorces the three types of relationship work mm-hmm. meeting the one <laughs> <laughs> there's no such thing as the one there's no such thing yeah. there's no such thing um 
So basically, you know, for being a therapist and, you know, you're married and you're, you know, you're doing all this stuff, you're, you crochet too mm-hmm. as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You have a business in that. You have a business in that. I have, I have a, t- a very tiny, tiny little thing. I don't know if I want to call it a business. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you have a passion in is that. that. Yes. You know, my how, passion yes. project yes. is crochet. Yes. <laughs> yes. So how do you m- balance your life? Like. Um, work-life balance work-life balance yeah I don't honestly it's <laughs> we like, don't either yeah the, it's just it's really hard I mean I try really hard to balance it mm-hmm. like I would like I was saying before working in agency I was working 40 hours a week which is the normal hours that people work but when you put in that that's 40 people with a lot of different issues yeah and then it made it so that after work I was like I am not reading an article I'm not reading a book I'm not doing anything like I had to separate from that but now like i have a little bit more free time with my like i just have more freedom so i can be like oh i'm gonna go out with friends this night and maybe i'll stay home and crochet a sweater this night oh you know and that's cute yeah (laughs) i know like crocheting is so nice i mean it's one of those things i always encourage people to do stuff with their hands because it's like you you're you're doing it you're making it and then at the finished result you can like i did that I did that shit when I, I could mm. wear a sweater. I think I, actually one time I was I finished a sweater. I put it on and I went like out, mm-hmm. and I was just like I finished the sweater. Oh. And I went to go buy plants at the plant shop, the little shop, the little oh. shop. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I like your sweater. And I was like, Oh, do you? Do you <laughs> like my sweater? Well, I made this. Yeah. <laughs> and I did this. Yes. Do you want That's it? Awesome. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Because I, I would wear them and then I would wash them and then like put them on sale. I'm like, I just want to make sure I get like, mm, yes, it's nice. Mm-hmm. You know, and that led to me having a pop up over there, too. Like that was back in July, nice. maybe. Oh, yeah. I think it was July. So. So, yeah, I mean, I think doing stuff with your hands is really great because then you can just like I did this thing and like it's a sense of accomplishment. Mm. You know, because there's so many things in life that take a while to see your work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah. I'm working really hard. What am I working for? You know, and it's like, that's going to be down the line. But at least I can do this. Mm-hmm. Whether it be like a, a painting or a drawing. Like, hey, hey, everyone, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> look what I did. You know? That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. But I mean, as far as balancing, now it's easier. I definitely, I work only 11 to 6, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is so amazing. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I used to work like. My very first job, I worked like eight to seven. Oh. And it was an hour away. I'm oh, sh- yeah. You said that. Yeah. Like you had to travel too. That's, mm-hmm. that's tough. So, I I'd yeah. struggle with seven to three, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so eight hours. Dude. Yeah. And, and so now it's like I can change my schedule. I can. So I did that because I want to get home at a decent time and like be able to actually relax. Cause I felt like at my other jobs, mm-hmm. there wasn't enough time in between me getting off and then me having to go to bed. Yeah. Because if I had to get up at six to be there at eight, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I get home at eight because I got off at seven. <laughs> I was like, I gotta figure out how and you I gotta sleep. Eat. Yeah, I gotta eat. I gotta put, make my lunch. There's I have no to. Time. What is that word? There's not enough time of the day. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and it was just not. It was, and I was losing myself in that, and I also Burnt didn't out. have any um, energy to be even with friends. Like sometimes, I was like, hey, you want to go meet here? Like, nah, man. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Hard pass. Yeah. Hard pass. So like making that time for friends and like also it's okay to make sacrifices sometimes. So like if people were going out for like a show or something on a Wednesday at 10 o'clock, it's like, okay, I know I have work tomorrow morning, 
but it's just this one time like yeah. i'm gonna gain a lot from being with my friends at this show on and during the week mm. than if i didn't go and then have to go to work because like yeah i'm gonna be a little tired the next day mm -hmm. but then i still got i got my like my, my tank full basically yeah. with my loved ones yeah the night because memories last forever yeah mm -hmm. so it's like not doing it all the time obviously knowing when to like stop but sometimes it's like you know what all right i'll be a little bit tired tomorrow I think it like sometimes I'm like I have one client tomorrow. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm totally gonna go because I can totally be 100 mm -hmm. percent present for them for that one hour and then go home and take a nap. Yeah, that's true. So that's kind of how I I do it. Oh, that's <clears throat> nice. So help like what helps you fill your cup to pour into others? It's that like mm -hmm. realizing what sacrifices can you make when you can, mm -hmm. um, and realizing when you can be present when you can't, and then rearranging to make that happen right mm -hmm. that's awesome um so ashley i think we're getting close to wrapping up mm -hmm. uh if there was one piece of advice that you could impart on our audience today mm -hmm. what would it be can advice I, a I, lesson whatever you want it to be uh i don't know a saying a I don't tip know. so a, <laughs> i guess i could use a saying mm -hmm. that some people hate but i love mm -hmm. And it is nothing changes if nothing changes. Mm. And that's something that I kind of found when I was doing um, group facilitation for an addictions place here in Kansas. And it's the idea of you cannot expect things to change if you're doing the same thing. Obviously, if you're doing the same thing, the same, same result's going to happen. If you want something different, then you have to do something different, which probably mm -hmm. means you do have to go out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And so that may mean reaching out and finding a therapist. It may mean setting boundaries and saying no to people, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which you might need therapy to help say no to people. Oh, yeah. 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 Because yeah. that's hard. Yeah. You it know, is really hard. And just disrupting your routine. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you want change, you will have to change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know if that's helpful, but that that's is, the main yeah. thing that I kind of like try that. to do with people all the yeah. time. I'm going to yeah. listen. I'm I'm, I'm going to use that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love that. Ashley, thank you so much for thank you. being here with us, getting drunk with us, <laughs> imparting your wisdom, finally making us sound like we're a little bit more um, reliable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you got this. You guys got this. Yeah, you're good. Um, we really appreciate oh, your my time. stamp of approval. Yay! Ooh! All right, you guys heard that right here. <laughs> Ashley Parker, um, um, LCMFT, <laughs> and LMAC. <laughs> Just gave her stamp of approval to Ashley Parker. <laughs> pa arriba, pa arriba, pa abajo, pa, pa centro, centro y pa dentro.